Hey everyone, thanks for watching. If you'd like to see more podcasts, such as Episode 8 with Dean Raven, podcasts that aren't associated with any particular Hemisync product, but simply feature fascinating people and subjects associated with the frontiers of consciousness research and understanding, please support our Patreon page and get some great discounts on Hemisync products in the bargain. Thanks for supporting the show. Thanks for joining us for the Hemisync Podcast. Back today again with Dr. Scott Taylor, our first repeat visitor on Hemisync Podcast. I didn't realize. Yes, first All one. Right. Um, so the episode two guest returns. For those of you that don't know Scott, he is a longtime, well-known veteran trainer at TMI, Monroe Institute. Um, he is also um, associated with the Institute of International... How do you pronounce... Uh, High ends, International High ends. Association for Near-Death Studies. Yeah, so a noted near-death expert um, and the voice behind and the creative uh, force behind the Into the Light series that we have produced now for a couple of years. Um, in a previous life, Scott was also a senior executive for a large department store chain and continues to consult for small businesses. So Scott, welcome back. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Well, it's fun being back again. <laughs> So, Scott, um, even a casual observer uh, could see in looking at the Into the Light series that there's a heavy emphasis on light and the different mm -hmm. types of light you can encounter in these near-death states. And so this is maybe getting a little inside baseball for the listeners <laughs> that um, our uh, Monroe Institute um, students. Um, but we, we uh, tend to think more in terms of what are called focus levels or different types of or combinations of vibratory frequencies that correspond to unique states of consciousness. How does light play into that? Uh, when people have a near-death experience, mm -hmm. they will encounter one of three different kinds of light. Mm -hmm. Either it be black light, white light, or clear light. Mm -hmm. And um, the white light experience is the one that is really common on television, the white light at the end of the tunnel where there's this wonderful, exquisite light that you merge into. Mm -hmm. uh, the clear light experience, which, which I had, was where you realize that you are in an environment where everything exudes the light. Mm -hmm. And you begin to realize that you are the light, and so is everything around you. Mm -hmm. The black light experience is one of um, nurturing. Mm -hmm and one where you are held and not judged and it's a place of, of compassion very often the people who experience it say it's a it's the womb of god mm -hmm. so when we constructed this um, into the light series that was the idea that mm -hmm. we would give people an experience of each one of these different kinds of light because they have different flavors they mm -hmm. you have a chance to have a, you know, they each have a different kind of, um, of experience, and so uh, we hope to give our, uh, the people who put on the headphones, mm -hmm. we want to be able to take them there. Mm -hmm. Great, and just for the folks that are into the inside baseball, um, these exercises, these free flows, um, they really work with um, the higher focus levels. So we're starting from the state of no time, um, which is in the black light, and stepping all the way up to what is known as the park, mm -hmm. um, which is 
one of the higher frequency levels that we have. Um, and very few, uh, uh, very few examples of this um, that are kind of available in commercial release. So can you tell us a bit about the park? What is the nature of the park? Ah, the, uh, the park is such a cool place. It is the, um, it's the area of life between lives. Mm -hmm. And so when we leave this physical existence, um, very often we will um, merge into the light and then move on to the park. And in this place, we have um, the reception center and there's healing uh, and regeneration. This is where the Akashic Records are. Um, this is the place of the um, uh, Crystal Cities. It's the area of all knowledge. Uh, all the professional centers are there. So if you're interested in law, medicine, dance, art, yada, yada, mm. um, they're all there. Um, this is where we plan our incarnations and where we um, go to. Uh, the folks that are interested in all the dimensions that exist in, in the physical universe mm -hmm. are there and they're trying to figure things out. Um, this is where we um, have a chance to um, look at our past and future um, and begin to realize that all of these lives that we have are one. Yeah. And we get to experience what it means to be outside of just this one life and that we have all this range of experience. It, it's a vast area mm -hmm. and one that, uh, that people really like. Uh -huh. Thanks for that. And in terms of using the hemisync, how do you find that helpful in accessing these different types of light that are associated with near-death experience and ease? So hemisync has this wonderful ability to um, be very specific and to get you to um, these areas and so um, because it's easier to mm -hmm. communicate say in um, in the frequency of the white light mm -hmm. um, it's easier to get to source if you're um, in the black light um, that heart space you know is is wonderful for accessing that clear light where we are we are the love of the universe. Mm -hmm. And so um, Hemisync has the ability to get us right in that, in that groove. And then after that, it's our intention mm -hmm. that will guide us in the experience. Um, so speaking of inside baseball, yeah. I need to talk to this for those of you out there that do lots of Monroe work. Um, I very specifically do not use the words focus levels. Um, what we use here on, on these um, CDs is um, some vibratory weights, but they have been tweaked a little bit from the norma, normal focus levels. And if I said, you know, this experience was in focus X, all of a sudden, if you've done a bunch of work, you begin to recall every time that you've been in Focus X, mm -hmm. and now all of a sudden your experience is gonna be front-loaded by what you've had. Mm -hmm. And so uh, what I try to do is to use a new language, which is vibratory window, mm -hmm. so that you don't have any idea what to expect, and you have no idea what focus level it is or what it's close to. Um, and you can then approach this with a new mind, mm -hmm. with, a, with a new sense of wonder and adventure and, wow, okay, <laughs> Scott's putting me in, in, the, in the right 
a vibratory window to go explore yeah and off we go yeah the only difference is uh, when Bob Monroe was doing his work yeah and he discovered a place called the park right and the people who are um, in near-death experience when you read the literature it's oh I went to the park I went to this place that has a park-like setting so somebody who is interested in exploring the non-physical universe Bob Monroe mm -hmm. he found the park and near-death experiencers came up and they found the park mm -hmm. it's the same place right and so I will acknowledge that right up front that you're saying independently near-death experience thank you okay yeah for that clarity yes right. they Bob and the experiencers came together and they said oh here's this place and so um, it's a, another way of validation yeah. yeah and I think that's really interesting because um, well consciousness and you may disagree with this and tell me if you do but well consciousness is inherently subjective uh, <laughs> as you're the disagreeing yeah, posture yeah. Um, while consciousness is inherently subjective, um, we do try to, um, and I, I use this term somewhat loosely, employ scientific methods in going about exploring these mm -hmm. areas. And so um, the experience might be a, a bit different for different people, but when you have people from different um, backgrounds, different associations coming across similar territory in these higher states of consciousness, that is confirming, um, from my perspective at least. Well, it's no different than what we find in the near-death literature. Yep. Um, people have all kinds of different experiences, and no two near-death experiences are alike, but when you take thousands of them, yep. and you read them, and you start to plot out where they've gone and what they're doing, there is a remarkable similarity. Mm -hmm. And, you know, our work like this is, is the same. Yeah where we say, okay, we're going to take you to the park, we're going to take you to the white light, and people go, okay. And they have experiences that have a similar tone to them. Mm -hmm. Each one is individually unique, but they are similar enough that we say, okay, that seems to be something that yeah. happens in the black light or the clear light. That right. is, And wonderful. Yeah. Yep. So we can use science, like what we do with Hemisync, to take us to this place and then beyond that it's our intention mm -hmm. to do this thing whatever that is mm -hmm. and then that's where the individuation comes in mm -hmm. um, so the other notable thing about these exercises is that they're all free flows meaning that they have mm -hmm. very limited guidance um, and just kind of as an aside I think they're among probably actually I think they are the best free flows we're gonna have out there um, currently yes. on offer so good job Scott that thing um, <laughs> Why is free flow exercise so important? Thank you for that question. Um, when I did the first album in this series, which was um, near-death experience meditations, they were all teaching CDs, giving people the tools they need to explore the non-physical universe. And the feedback I got was somewhat humbling. Mm. Um, Scott, quit yapping in my ear. Can mm. I please have more time to do this work on my own now that mm -hmm. I know what to do? Can I just let me go do it? Yeah. And so that's what this is. This is a companion CD to that very first album. And it that very first album is a lot of white light and a lot of park. Mm -hmm. That's the two places that we take people. But as long as we were making a CD, 
I mean an album, mm -hmm. we might as well include black light and clear light. So in one, um, in one swoop, you have all of the lights that um, will give you the experience of being able to go to the elements of a near-death experience. And um, now that I've been doing these um, albums for a number of years, I've discovered that um, there are certain languaging that works better than others. Yeah. And um, there's a very limited amount of intro, just to remind you what to do. Mm -hmm. And then on the back end, there's um, an outro. Um, and that's, I, I think it's critically important because coming out of these experiences, we wanna be sure that you're grounded and that you have the ability to remember um, and to be, um, to, sh to carry with you those energy patterns that you would like to have with you and to you know cut off the ones that you don't right that aren't useful in everyday life so we do both we kind of remind you at the beginning it's very short mm -hmm. and then at the end we bring you back nice and gently with um, an affirmation that is designed to bring you fully back into the physical world mm -hmm. and to be able to you know function and remember mm -hmm. uh, what came out of that experience mm -hmm. Gotcha. And so while the intro and the outro are brief, the manual that comes with it is actually fairly extensive. Um, why is that? Well, this is a free flow, right? Uh -huh. And essentially nothing happens. <laughs> <laughs> it's, this, it's this lovely space and you're in, in, there's some music in there to kind of get you in the right mood and then you move off into hemisync and it's just the hemisync tones with a little bit of pink noise uh, to remind you that it's there. But you have this lovely, clean experience. Um, and if you're not used to having a long stretch where there seemingly nothing is happening, mm -hmm. it's helpful to have some guidance. Mm -hmm. And so with the manual that comes with it, I give you lots of um, ideas about what you can do and how you can be guided through um, this experience. And um, so it's just a reminder and a, and a whole list of possibilities so that you can go back over and over again and explore different aspects of the lights. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I get the sense that um, the structure and layout of these exercises um, are informed by your own view of reality, your concept of the mm -hmm. universe. Um, it, is that accurate and how does that kind of play into this? Thank you for that question. Um, I am uh, I want to be upfront with saying that I have a, a particular belief about how the universe works and it and it kind of shows up and in this work and you might as well know what it is and that is that I believe that as as beings um, both physical and non-physical that we exist on many planes um, simultaneously mm -hmm. and so what we're doing in these exercises is to say okay uh, right now I'm gonna focus on the physical universe and then I'm gonna focus on that part of me that is exists in the black light or that part of me that exists in clear light or the part of me that exists in the park or in white light and beyond even there so that what we're doing is remembering that we have all of these different aspects of ourselves that are already there and what we're doing then is not actually going there, but we're remembering that we can access this at any moment. Um, 
And, and mm. part B of that is that when we do this, um, we don't have to go anywhere. All mm. of the universe is available inside us. Mm -hmm. So we can just shift mm -hmm. and we're there. Um, and once you understand that, it makes everything so much easier. Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't have to go to this mythical place of white light. Mm -hmm. It's already within me. So I just adjust my vibratory level. I, I change the focus of my attention and I'm there. Mm -hmm. And once you get kind of the hang of it, it's like, wow, this is so cool. Yep. And it's so easy. And so that's what I'm trying to get across, that this isn't a mountain of effort. This yeah. is just us remembering who we are in our non-physical state and who we are outside of this physical existence, which we've chosen to inhabit for a little while, and then mm -hmm. we move on. And so what if someone experiences a sense of movement in accessing these states? Mm -hmm. how, how would you... Um, position that? How would you process that? Yeah. Um, so when we encounter a new energy level, um, say we're moving into the black light, and so we're in physical consciousness right now, we're right here in the physical world, and we're moving to the black light. Um, very often when our physical body encounters a new vibration, um, it processes it as a sense of movement. Mm -hmm. So I'm you know, it's just, off I go. Well, after a while, you begin to realize that I really didn't go anywhere. No. It, it was just like a shift here, and that sense of movement diminishes. Mm -hmm. So people are using these uh, free flows. After a while, they begin to realize that this sense of movement, whether it's outward, whether it's inward, whether there's a sense of shift that exists yeah. within or inside of our physical body, those tend to diminish as we learn that these the access is all right here mm -hmm. and it's just a it's just a different way of thinking meaning that we just put our focus on a different vibratory level and yeah. a different vibratory window and poof we're yeah. there so I, I my sense is that it's not actually a real thing mm -hmm. but it's how we interpret it at the beginning to give us kind of a sense of yeah we're making the change yeah and then once we know what the change is like we oh yeah all right, been there, done that. So you, you think it's more of a thing where our conscious mind is just, is just trying to make sense of this shift mm -hmm. in frequency. Yeah, exactly. That's interesting. Um, and so in doing these exercises, um, what is the ultimate goal? Oh, thank you. Um, so I started out this work by wanting people, or people kept saying with my presentations, I would love to have a near-death experience. And of course, they say, no, mm -hmm. <laughs> please don't, because yeah. what that means is that, you know, your body has this huge physical trauma. No, no, no. We don't want to go there. But what we would like to do is to have the experience without the physical trauma. And during um, my research, what I discovered was that people who are in deep meditation will have near-death experiences. Now, it's not common, mm -hmm. but... It happened enough times that I began to put two and two together and to say, well, shoot, Hemisync is awesome at leading people through meditation. Yeah. Let's take them to the places that near-death experiencers go to when they have this experience. Mm -hmm. So 
Can we meet our guide, our escort from when we leave our physical body? Can we have an experience of the tunnel? Can we go and um, have a reunion with our dead relatives? Absolutely. Um, can we meet um, divine beings or beings of light that will help us and guide us as we go through our past life review? How do we meet the folks that are um, uh, tasked with the idea of putting together this, helping us put together the life in the physical. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's really nice to check in with them and yeah. say, how am I doing? Are there any resources I need for this next phase? Right. You know, they go, yeah, yeah, you know, do this, go there. It's, it's amazing. So uh -huh. anyway, um, yeah, we have all of these um, places available to us and I want people to be able to experience it without the physical trauma yeah and so, so it's lovely so it's it's really getting the sense of how we really are multi-dimensional beings mm -hmm. without the physical trauma yep <laughs> and so once you once you do this and you've made this trip and you know who the people are and you know that are your guides yeah. and you know what it's going to be like when you go through the tunnel and meet the dead relatives and you do all this what happens then is all of a sudden you start to lose your fears yeah because you go well that next next phase of my life is gonna be just wonderful yeah I know exactly what's gonna happen yeah so let's just drop all those yeah that means that I can be here in the physical this wonderful gift of being yeah. in the physical yeah. and then live it fully to become more of who we are that we might have forgotten parts of ourselves that we can draw upon. Mm -hmm. Let's live life more fully here. Right. Be here now and just enjoy the all of the wonders that is being in the physical. Right. And j just to kind of expand on that, um, you know, you dropped uh, letting go of your fears. Kind mm -hmm. of, it's like a nice ancillary benefit. But I would invite listeners to really look into what motivates your actions from the time you get up in the morning. Throughout the day to the time you go to bed at night, I'll bet most of it in some way, if you really look into it, is motivated by fear. So let's make the shift. Yeah, let's Let, make the shift. Yeah, you know, all of these states are designed to get us to be, uh, have access to the love that is the universe, you know, because that is the thing. Yeah. The love is the thing that is the foundational web of, of the universe. And so why not come from there? It changes all of what we do and what how we act and what the interrelationships are, and it's such a great place mm -hmm. to um, fill out mm -hmm. to be able to say that we are coming from a spot of, of love, and that changes all our relationship. It, it changes who we are, not only in our ourselves, our family, our mm -hmm. community, and let's hope we spread more of that. Absolutely. Um, and so in getting to these states and having these types of breakthrough experiences, um, what role do affirmations play for you? I know some people think mm. they're tiresome and pablum, but <laughs> you seem to think that they work, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, those of you that are Bob Monroe fans mm. may remember in his, in his books he described when he was first doing out-of-body experiences, the universe was a barren place. Mm. And then he picked up this affirmation from Edgar Cayce, hmm. and he said, well, shoot, why don't we give this a try? Yeah. And as soon as he and his explorers 
decided to start using an affirmation on the front end of their experience, the universe was filled with all kinds of entities that wanted to communicate. Yeah. And so I view um, the affirmation as like a calling card to be able to say to the universe, this is who I am, this is who I want to be um, in contact with, these are the kind of relationships that I would like to have happen to me, and the ones that I don't, you're not invited. Yeah. So, excuse me. And so it puts on it, um, we establish our boundaries. Yeah. And be able to go, okay, this is the kind of um, being that I am, this is the kind of things I understand, so communicate with me in a way that I understand. And then we add to that our intention, and then mm -hmm. off we go. Yeah. And it makes traveling so much easier, and it makes communication with the kinds of beings and guides that we would like to have so much easier, because before they interact with us, they, they know from our vibration, they know from our affirmation, same thing. Yeah what to expect, and so they reciprocate. Mm -hmm. Thanks for mentioning intention, because I think that's especially important in going into a free flow. Um, you can really tend to drift if you don't set an intention beforehand, so. Um. Yep, intention is one of those, it's, it's, you know, when we do one, we say, I would like to mm -hmm. meet my guy. Yeah. I would like to have a conversation with my guy. It's, it's like an invitation. Mm -hmm. It just says, hi, here we are. Would you please come? Mm -hmm. And you know, the universe is a reactive place. Yeah. What we put out is what comes back. And so it's in, incumbent upon us to put it out there in a way that um, they understand mm -hmm. and they can respond in kind. Yeah. That just makes everything so much easier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and so there's very little guidance again, mm -hmm. but when you say, go with what you get, what do you mean by that? <laughs> so, I, I train a lot of these workshops, and so the instruction I give people is, okay, so at the beginning I tell you to, to breathe, you know, do deep breathing, and that's designed to relax the body, release mm -hmm. any tension so that we aren't carrying that around with us. And so during this deep breathing, what if all of a sudden there's an angel mm. that sits on the end of your bed? Ignore it. And says, hey, or, yeah, I've got some information that you yeah. need to know. Can we talk? Yeah, maybe you should go with what you get. And what we don't want to have happen is for you to say, oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. Scott tells me that I'm supposed <laughs> to be deep breathing right now. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. It's like what the instructions that are on this CD and all of them are just suggestions yeah. and so you know if that angel shows up go with the angel you wanted an experience here it is yeah go with it and truly um, in this one or in any of the CDs if I'm yapping in your ear and you're having an experience this angel shows up your 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 grandmother shows up, take the headphones and flip them off mm -hmm. and stay with the experience. These states are not that fragile. Yeah. So you can hang in them for quite a while and be with yeah. the angel. And then when you're done communicating and finding out what you need to know, put the headphones back on and continue on. Please go with what you get. Yeah, good. So um, we've talked about affirmation, 
intention, going with what you get. Now, there's a similar um, thing that might seem similar to what we've discussed, um, this concept of I want. But I want oh. is actually a little bit different, isn't it? It is. Yeah. So you're having an intention and you say, well, I want to do out of body or I want to visit my grandmother, Ginny. Um, what we need to realize is that all of these lights in the park exist outside of time. Mm. And so the enti entities up there um, don't really get this sense of I want because that means future. Mm -hmm. I want to do something in the future. And so what happens is you say, I want to meet my grandmother, Ginny. And so they give you exactly what you request. Mm -hmm. They give you the wanting. Yeah. And so you can spend years, I spent years. <laughs> wanting. <Yeah>. Wanting, you know. <laughs> I want to have an out-of-body experience. Yeah. I want to visit, you know. Yeah. And like one day as I woke up and went, we're outside of time. Yeah. If I put my request in the present tense, wow. Yeah. And it's a big impact. Boom. Yeah. Everything just opened up. And I went, oh, me really? Yeah. Why didn't somebody tell me this? Well, I'm telling you. Yeah. Do it. Place your request in the present tense. You know, I am visiting with my grandmother, Jenny. And all of a sudden, you're there. It's, it's not any harder than that. Mm -hmm. And so don't do the painful thing that I did, all right? Just <laughs> put it in the present tense and go. So when you get into these non-physical spaces, um, what are the various ways you can explore? Thank you. Yeah, that, this is a good one. Uh, for me, my favorite is to invite my guide. And we do this kind of as a, as a joint adventure. Um, guides live in this space the whole, all the time. And they know where things are and they know how to communicate with different kinds of entities, some that have been physical, not physical. They just know the road. And so you're going up there and you're saying, wow, I want to do back to my grandmother. I want to go visit my grandmother. Well, they know where, you know, Grandma Jenny lives. Yeah. And they, they can take you right there. Mm -hmm. um, and in places that you don't know how to get to, they can be really helpful. Or So I invite people mm -hmm. to go with, go with their guidance. Um, intentions, another one, by having a clear intention you can go by yourself. Mm -hmm. You don't need a guide. You can just say, I intend to do this. And that's a, that's a really powerful way. Um, there's, um, help me out here. Oh, there's the... Um, Putting it happen. And and the, the other one that I find really effective, especially if you have a good um, imagination, is that you imagine a scene that you want to go be with. Say you want to um, visit the uh, signing of the Declaration of Independence mm. in Philadelphia in 1776. Mm -hmm. So in your mind, you, you know, take a picture you've seen and, and you create that scene. And then you step into that scene and at some point the scene takes on and aliveness mm. and so you kind of say this is where I want to go this is my intention I'm creating a little box boom and you inhabit it and by using that um, imagination um, is like primes the pump yeah. and and tells the universe what you want and all of a sudden you realize that you that person just moved and you didn't intend that yeah. 
that's how you know that you've you've stepped beyond imagination uh -huh. and you're now into this scene. And the last way to explore is like what you mentioned, just kind of let it happen. Yeah. Just put it out there that I would like to have an experience that's, you know, for my best benefit at this time and place in my life, mm -hmm. kind of thing. And just see what unfolds. That's great for one of those days when you're just kind of like, whatever, mm -hmm. just just let it go. And <clears throat> excuse me, you get a marvelous adventures, things you would never even think of. Speaking of which, guides do that all the time to me. I want to do this thing, and they all go, uh-uh. Yeah. No, Scott, not happening. I got something else you really need to do, and we're going to do that first. <whistles> Off I go. So you're going with what you got? I'm going with what I got. Yeah. The guide says, yeah. I got I got your back. This is what you need to do first. Yeah. Okay, fine, lovely. I trust. You know, yeah. It's been all these years, and I trust my guide absolutely. So it makes it easy. That makes sense. And so after you've had an experience, how do you effectively capture it? Um, yeah, you spend a lot of time and energy trying to have an experience. And when you come out of it, not unlike the people who do dream work, um, it can dissipate. Mm -hmm. And so, I, you know, a couple of easy things is, you know, you grab your phone and press play. I'm sorry, press record. And as the experience is happening, you can, you can talk into it. Mm -hmm. and you don't have to use full sentences, but you can use like little phrases. And um, like I mentioned before, these states aren't that fragile. So yeah. when you say something, you know, you're still in state. And you Go don't, back into it. Yeah. You, you're, I don't think you even leave it, ever yeah. leave it. Yeah. Um, same thing. Um, having a, a sheet of paper by your, by your side with a, mm -hmm. with a pen or pencil and you, you, you write at the same time. Mm -hmm. That's easy to do. Or at the beginning, maybe you just want to do it after you come out of the experience and capture um, everything that you uh, have happened, and especially, you know, draw pictures, use words. But a technique that I found that's really helpful is that you start with the last thing that you re um, experienced, and then you back up and said, what happened just before that? Mm -hmm. And then you back up and say, what happened just before that? Mm -hmm. And that again. Because what I found for me and a lot of the people that I work with that are trying to learn this thing is that if you you're the last thing that happened you can capture that and you say okay at the beginning I was here and they start writing that down and all of a sudden poof yeah. the middle disappears yeah. and like I don't know why that's like that but it happens to a lot of people so that that technique of starting at the back and just mm. moving backwards you tend to catch the whole thing great well Scott we've covered quite a bit of material today Thanks for talking with us about free flow meditation. Um, hope you guys liked it. If you did, please share it up, like it. Um, you can ask a question in the comments or give us a review. We'll try to respond. Um, and until then, uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks. Thanks for watching.